I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Monday, March 29th. So on the way, we're going to find out why the arm of Hanover needs to have a bylaw in place when it comes to fireworks. And we'll get you today's COVID-19 case count numbers. Plus, we've got an update on the province's vaccine implementation task force. Let's begin with this story. As of 4 o'clock this afternoon, fire crews are battling a large fire just east of Richer in the arm of Reynolds. We are told multiple fire departments are on scene attending the blaze as the strong winds and dry conditions pose a significant threat. At this point, it is unknown if any homes are in danger. We're still awaiting an update from the fire departments involved for further information. And possibly the biggest story today is the weather. As a meteorologist with Environment Canada says, we could see a little bit of everything in the forecast for today. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. If Steinbeck reaches the forecast high of 19 degrees, that will break the all-time record for warmest March 29th. But a large low-pressure system will move into Manitoba later today, bringing with it gusty winds and snow. Natalie Hazel says with 2 to 4 centimeters of snow and wind gusts of 80 kilometers per hour, there could be near zero visibility after midnight. This cold front is really very active and we've seen some uh, really significant poor road conditions uh, through Alberta and Saskatchewan. So if we do see squalls, in this case specifically describing a cold frontal passage that's quite active, we could see visibility is reduced to nothing for short periods of time. Hazel says the system should move out of the region by tomorrow night, but in its wake, we could see an overnight low of minus 16 degrees. I'm Shannon Duick. And as it turns out, Steinbeck did end up setting a new record high for March 29th. We'll get you the official temperature tomorrow. And perhaps you've noticed it in your own community, basements dug, homes being built. It has been and continues to be a very busy construction season, despite the cost of construction materials going up. For example, Dave Siemens, who owns Cleefall Construction, says last January, a single sheet of OSB was just under $9. However, right now, a single sheet can run you over 60 bucks, And this is a big deal because they use an average of 150 of these OSB sheets when building a home. This is just one extreme example of the rising cost of construction materials. But Siemens says across the board, the price of lumber products has been steadily rising. Despite this, he notes they have lots of work. We're having the busiest season by far we've ever had. So the, it sort of makes up for material price increases. Maybe quantity will help out with uh, a loss of profit margin. But on the other hand, there's been jobs where we feel we're, uh, we're losing significant profit. And so, you know, having a busy year in itself doesn't necessarily translate into a, a profitable year. Siemens says they've had to start adding a clause into their estimates, warning that material costs may change. And Steinbeck RCMP responded to two alleged incidents of domestic assault over the weekend. Police say the first incident occurred in the community of Ross Friday, just after 11 p.m. As a result, a 54-year-old male from Ross faces charges of uttering threats. Then on Saturday early morning... RCMP responded to an incident in Steinbach. As a result, a 28-year-old male from Steinbach faces charges of uttering threats. RCMP are releasing no additional information. And the director for the Red River Technical Vocational Program says he isn't sure what the future holds for the region's multi-divisional vocational program under the province's revised education system. 
Government wants to eliminate 37 school divisions and instead form 15 regions to be overseen by Provincial Education Authority. Board trustees will be replaced with individual school community councils consisting of parents and guardians. Lane Curry hopes the local perspective, if the government's plan, comes to fruition. When we talk about local voice for local choice, the RTVA is, you know, one example of what and why our trustees and senior administrators are are best suited to advocate for our students. So under Bill 64, the Red River Technical Vocation Program is in five school divisions, while this would be then split between two newly created regions, with the DSFM French Division remaining as is. And Manitoba has decided to put a pause on offering the AstraZeneca vaccine to people aged 55 and under. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Dr. Joss Reimer with the province's Vaccine Implementation Task Force says a rare but very serious side effect has been seen primarily in young women in Europe who have received the AstraZeneca vaccine. Dr. Reimer says out of an abundance of caution, effective immediately, Manitoba is recommending this vaccine only be used in people who are between the ages of 55 and 64. The increase in this rare type of serious blood clot Uh, affects somewhere around one in 100,000 to one in a million people who receive this vaccine. Typically, the symptoms happen four to 20 days after immunization. And the symptoms can mirror uh, the symptoms of a stroke or a heart attack. Dr. Reimer stresses that none of these side effects have been documented in either Manitoba or Canada. Manitoba has already given out at least 14,000 of its 18,000 doses of AstraZeneca. I'm Shannon Duick. And with that, let's get to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 53 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, only one is in the Southern Health region and that is in Steinbeck. Meanwhile, eligibility to be immunized at a super site or pop-up clinic is being expanded today to include individuals aged 64 or older and First Nations people aged 44 or older. And finally, many would think with COVID-19 and the pandemic, there wouldn't be much reason to set off fireworks. However, Council for the Arm of Hanover are trying to decide what should be allowed when it comes to fireworks being set off on personal property. Reeves Dan Taves explains. Currently we do not have a bylaw, but we council is getting complaints about people shooting off fireworks, especially on an urban area because your lot's not very big, so you got fireworks, debris falling on other people's property and stuff, so... Uh, Council will be looking at what other jurisdictions have and probably coming up with some sort of a bylaw. Currently, we do not have a bylaw, but we council is getting complaints about people shooting off fireworks, especially on an urban area because your lot's not very big, so you got fireworks, debris falling on other people's property and stuff. So, uh, council will be looking at what other jurisdictions have and probably coming up with some sort of a bylaw. Dave says there's also the concern of Chinese lanterns. With no bylaw prohibiting these in Hanover, Taves says sending these off during a dry period could cause an unwanted grass, brush, or field fire. Dave says administration will be checking to see what sort of bylaws other municipalities have before considering what to adopt in Hanover. For details on these stories and more, including photos, videos, and interviews, go to StabbackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.